My name is Nick Brown, Franny Brown from Franny Brown Town, and today I'll be reviewing Kanye West Donda in about seven minutes, give or take, starting from now. When I hit you to take part, we're here to take over. This album's pretty great. I love the aesthetic of the album. I love the less is more approach where a lot of artists are trying to add more layers and trying to add more things to songs. Kanye has kind of taken the opposite approach here and just taken things away and stripped songs back so you can really have a chance to focus on what's being presented in front of you rather than just be bombarded with a wall of sound. Songs like Jailer are a perfect example of this. The guitar-driven track with kind of minimalistic instrumentals is just really fantastic. Kanye's voice sounds great. Jay-Z comes on for a phenomenal verse. This is a stadium-ready track that you need to play in your car as loud as possible with the windows down. Other examples of this are the futuristic cyberpunk kind of track, God Breathed, which feels very Yeezus-inspired. The 808s and the kicks really hit so fucking hard on this track. It's really great. Listen. Also, a song called Jonah, which is a real sleeper on the album. The chorus from Vori is phenomenal, and I love the lyrical themes of kind of the gang violence going on in Chicago. I think it's a really well-done track. There are more traditional bangers on the record, of course. Off the Grid is one of the songs of the year. Kanye West, 5 Year Foreign, and Playboy Cardi all deliver killer verses. I've never heard Playboy Cardi sound so good over a beat this great. The drill switch up at the ha- at the halfway point for 5 Year Foreign. And I haven't heard Kanye West this laser-focused and zoned in since probably My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Hurricane with The Weeknd and Little Baby is such an obvious highlight. The Weeknd with this choir behind him and kind of being sporadically dropped in and out of the song is a really great way of switching things up. I love the beat change for the last chorus, which is a really subtle way of changing up the song. And Praise God, of course, with Baby Keem and Travis Scott uh, really fusing together really nicely. I love the high-pitched vocals on the back end of Baby Keem's voice. I just wish he fucking hurried up and got into his verse because it takes forever for him to get going. The ability for Kanye West to get the best out of nearly every feature on this album is quite remarkable. Everybody knows they have to bring their A-game to an album like this, whether that's Lil Yachty, someone who I don't have any interest in, on OKOK OK OK sounding phenomenal. There's just certain ways that Kanye just pushes people to be the best that they can be. Believe What I Say has a Lauren Hill sample that goes over really well. I love Kanye's kind of playfulness on a track like this, and he sounds really on top of it on a very upbeat song on an album like this. This album does feel like it's been split into three parts. You have kind of the bangers at the start, and then you have kind of the slowed down songs, and then you kind of come up for the final kind of climax of the album. I love the middle portion of this record, but Moon is probably my favorite track on the entire record with Kid Cudi and Don Tolliver. There's a section in here that just sounds like musical perfection with all three vocals kind of in interweaving between each other. It's phenomenal. Heaven and Hell has this real skeletal beat and then comes in with this wall of vocals and bass. And I've just, I haven't heard a noise like this in so long. It's genuinely goosebump inducing. Keep My Spirit Alive is another highlight for me. Westside Gun and Conway the Machine both deliver great verses. Kanye takes a little bit to get going, but then matches that flow towards the end. Jesus Lord is nearly nine minutes in length and feels so epic to listen to. Jay Electronica puts in his career best verse of all time. Larry Hoover Jr. gives a public service announcement towards the end about his father. And Kanye West sounds incredible on this track, talking about his mental health battles and a lot of things that have been going on in the past three years. The album finishes really strong as well. Pure Souls with Roddy Rich is infectious and feels like a future single. 
Come to life is S tier Kanye. This is the ultralight beam. This is the runaway. This is the ghost town of this album. This might be a top five Kanye song ever. And No Child Left Behind kind of ties everything together. This beautiful song. And I, it's almost emotional towards the end. And kind of ties in this idea of Kanye West feeling like he was left behind as a child when his mother passed away. And also this idea of so many features being on this record it feels like everybody's winning and we're all in this together. This album isn't perfect. New Again with Chris Brown feels like a graduation B-side. Tell the Vision, which is a pop smoke interlude, doesn't really need to be here. As much as I do love the track, God Breathe goes at least a minute too long. The Pure Souls outro seems so unnecessary. You know, when you do have an album that is over an hour and 20 minutes in length, these little things can cut it down and kind of make it much more accessible for people. Donda is a daunting album to listen to. It's Kanye's longest in track length. It's Kanye's longest in runtime. It's got the most features. If you're not up to date with today's hip-hop, you're probably not going to understand the significance of a lot of these features coming through. But trust me when I say this, where a Kanye West cosign can be career-altering for a lot of these artists moving forward. There are tiny moments where you feel like Kanye West is kind of leaning a bit too heavily on features, and I understand that, but then Kanye will pull out a song like Come to Life, and then you understand why he's considered one of the greatest of all time. I truly do believe there is a 10 out of 10 album within this album. I know the best 15 or 16 tracks would create an album that would rival My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. But since ever since that album, it feels like Kanye has never wanted to match My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. He's trying to create cracks in the pavement. He's trying to push hip-hop forward in another way. And that's kind of the genius behind Kanye West. He's done it before with 808s and Heartbreaks and Yeezus, two albums that were very divisive upon release, only to be considered some of his best work and some of the most influential work in hip-hop history in years to come. And I just can't help but think Donda's going to be the exact same. Comparing Donda and Certified Loverboy Certified Loverboy feels like it's made for now, where Donda feels like it's made for the future. And I think that's always been the difference between Kanye West and Drake. And there's just so many songs on Donda that feel so far out of Drake's capabilities when it comes to songwriting. If I had to give advice for people who haven't listened to the album or have just skimmed through the album, I would say this. Do not worry about the part twos of the songs. They are not necessary. They don't add much. It feels very much done for streaming purposes and streaming minutes to try and break records, which which this album has done. There are two genuine interludes on this track list. Donda Chant and Tell the Vision are both interludes, so you can skip those tracks. There are going to be a few you don't like naturally, and there are a couple of very gospel-inspired tracks. 24, which is a Kobe Bryant tribute, is a track that I'm not necessarily going to go back to, but I do enjoy. Other songs on there, like Remote Control, are going to be very 50-50. I really enjoy it, but I understand if you don't. And a song like Lord I Need You, which is very dedicated to Kim Kardashian, is going to go, again, probably 50-50 with the listener, depending on what mood you're in. Just put this album in a playlist and I guarantee you, you will get at least a dozen tracks out of here. And if you don't, then you probably don't listen to this style of music. I've seen so many people come out of the woodwork and try and tell me why this is a bad album. And I just know that they don't listen to hip hop or they listened to it 10, 15 years ago and are upset that there's no lyrical miracle bullshit on here. This is an album that is really hard to score and it feels very reminiscent of 2016's The Life of Pablo. I'm going to give this an 8.4 out of 10 for right now. Whether or not this becomes another Kanye West classic in the years to come, I think only time will tell, but history says that it's going to age pretty well. And if it does, it, he will be one of the first artists, maybe the first ever, to have classic albums in three different decades, which is something that is so impressive and speaks to the longevity of somebody like Kanye West. Take your time with an album like this. You don't have to listen to it all in one 
one go, sporadically listen to it, put it into playlists. You will find songs you like. You only get out what you put in when an album is this long. And I really do believe that what you are, I am getting out of this album is really worth the wait. Thank you for listening, of course, and I hope you enjoy Donda. <laughs>